Welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and on this week's show we'll be bringing you highlights and reaction to the Argyle Plate final for the women's team as FC United took on Darwin in the final on Sunday. And to hear now how the Reds got on, let's hand over to Ben and Paul in Ellesmere Port. Well, good Oh, it's morning. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Women's Team Live. Uh, you join us here at, uh, well, back at Vauxhall Motors at the uh, the sports club for the Argyle Plate final between FC United and Manchester and Darwin. And uh, joining me here in the main stadium, it's uh, a big welcome back to Women's Team Live to Stato Paul. Hello, Paul. Good morning. It is morning, Have isn't it? Be careful it? there. Yes, uh, it's, a, it's a lunchtime kickoff, and uh, you join us here on the balcony. Um, a big thank you to our hosts, Vauxhall Motors, who've been really, really helpful. Um, this is one of the best positions we've had <laughs> yes. um, for a women's game. Yes, it's, uh, we're, we're on the balcony. For those unaware, Vauxhall Motors uh, FC, they've got a cracking setup here. They've uh, been promoted out of the North West Counties this season as well. And the setup is, well, it's be too out of place at step three, to be fair. But they're going to be playing step four football next season. There's a, a stand to our right. There's a terrace to our left. Either end of the goal at the moment is is open, um, but we're in the clubhouse behind one of the goals, and it's got a lovely balcony, Paul, and that's where we are. And we're, we're obviously at a height that we can see the other end quite well. Yes. So we should be okay this afternoon. And, Paul, it's our Argyle Plate final. It's a competition we've never won before. We're taking on Darwin. What, what can you tell us about this afternoon's game? Well, this is our 10th final, and we've won all of the last seven and Kirsty has scored in five of them. How about that for a start? That is amazing. And you did and tell James this before the game, yeah. which was very helpful. James really loved... He likes the pressure. Enjoyed the fact you told him about that stat there. We'll um, go back to 2013. You remember that final we lost at Moor Lane against City? Yes. That's our only defeat in a final. That was the first. And then the second one was abandoned with Beth Tatt, and it was never replayed. So those first two finals, we didn't actually win. We shared the second one. But since then, we've won seven in a row, which is quite impressive. Yes, but never this competition. And uh, the Argyle play is kind of like a follow-up to the Argyle Cup. It, once you're knocked out at a certain yeah. round of the Argyle Cup, you go into the Argyle play. And uh, what that gives the league is um, a showpiece afternoon where they've not just got the Argyle Plate final, which is uh, going to be kicking off shortly here at Vauxhall Motors, but they've also got the Argyle Cup final as well later this afternoon between Cheadletown and Curzon Ashton. Um, bit of a double header for those two. Uh, they went head-to-head in the Manchester Challenge Cup final uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, Cheadle winning that game uh, by... I did comment out on the match. 3-0? 3-0. 3-0. Yeah. Uh, by three goals to nil. Um, but... Uh, we're not here for that, really. We're here for FC no, United. Cheadle might do the cup double yes. today, but I'm sure they would trade it in for the league title that we've already got in the bag. Well, based on the performance on Wednesday, I think they're probably heading towards that league title. Although, if Curzon beat Tranmere in their final league game, they'll finish second, which is a mm. remarkable feat for them, considering they were promoted for the season. But back to this. Um, heading into this game, there's obviously some injury concerns. Chelsea Flanagan, um, unfortunately, has picked up an injury, so won't be playing today. And the goalkeeper situation, we all know about Sophie Donald. Uh, Chloe Ainsworth uh, can't make the game. So, in goal, Abby Carrington. Who was very, very impressive in a debuting goal, I think it was. Against Fleetwood last week, wasn't um, it? A yeah. couple of weeks ago. She, her handling was superb and she, she kept goal with a confidence, with an air of somebody who knew what they were doing. So let's hope it comes off today if she's in goal for 90 minutes. 
Now, uh, you mentioned uh, Kirsty Chambers and uh, her goal-scoring exploits. Um, I mean, Kirsty Chambers had a phenomenal game the last time we had a proper six-pointer, and that was against uh, Salford City. She scored a hat-trick in that game. Obviously, there's no points on offer here, but there is silverware at the end of this match. She does step up for these big occasions, as you alluded to earlier, Paul. Yes, I've, I've tried to put some career stats together for her, and I've got one game missing at the moment, but I make it 237 appearances, 226 goals. That's incredible. That's my current feel on, on her figures. I can also give you Chelsea patience. Yes. Uh, 158 games and six goals. Again, with one game missing, which I'm going to try and track down over the summer. Well, both teams are now lining up for this game here. So without further ado, let's hand over to our expert commentary team. This is Women's Team Live here at Vauxhall Motors for the Argyle Plate Final. FC United taking on Darwin. And let's find out what happened now with your expert commentary team of Stato Paul. But first, me. Played forward in towards the halfway line. Bertwistle inadvertently heads that ball into FC United territory and it's uh, picked up here by McKenna. She's going to launch a shot from distance and uh, a good save there by Carrington. An important save as well because that was going in. That was a good effort, Paul, from it Darwin's was. number it, nine. It took some save in that and she's managed to pour it round the post. Slightly unorthodox but effective and uh, now Darwin have got their first corner so they're threatening at our end. The last couple of minutes or so, Darwin have done that. They've uh, they've started winning winning challenges in the middle of the park. Well, it's a corner ball to Darwin and it's uh, Johnson to take this. Always a risk with a makeshift goalkeeper in these corners. In it comes and it's headed there and it's a good header from the skipper, Duckworth, into the far post. It was a good ball in and uh, well won there, Paul, and uh, the header was well directed. But it's funny because before the corner was taken, I was looking at the Darwin players and they've got one tall player who happened to be Duckworth and I thought, hmm, if they find her, we might be in trouble here. And unfortunately, nobody picked her up. And I said in the build-up there, it's tricky for a goalkeeper, uh, a makeshift goalkeeper, when, when we have corners to defend them. But in that instance, it went nowhere near Carrington. It was about eight yards out the ball was delivered and Duckworth was there. Great header into the bottom corner. And on eight minutes, Darwin have taken the lead here. And uh, well, that back pass there towards Duckworth has to be dealt with and uh, is. But O'Gara heads the ball clear. Straight back over the top, and Johnson still advanced here from that throw-in. Here's Johnson now on the left-hand side of FC United's penalty here. Goes to the byline. Defender slips. In it comes towards the near post. Carrington has to deal with it. McKenna's there. Well, there was a swing and a miss there from, from Ratcliffe. But uh, that was that was good play again from Darwin. Well worked. Oh, and a mistake at the back from FC United. This is surely going to be 2-0. And there was McKenna. Not too far from the penalty spot. Receiving the square ball from Wallace who capitalised on that mistake at the back from FC United. And on 24 minutes, McKenna makes it 2-0, Paul. Well, unfortunately, I'm sure, from our point of view, we'd say both goals we've conceded have been self-inflicted. The poor marking at the corner, and now we gave the ball away just outside our own penalty area, and you just can't do things like that. And uh, Darwin had numbers forward to punish it. To Bertwistle. Bertwistle back to O'Gara. O'Gara. Chips the ball forward and Dixon's onside this time. Dixon from the byline, crosses this ball in. Oh, it's cleared. Only as far as Rigby. Rigby gets the ball, goes for goal and drives it wide of the post. But that was a bit better, that from FC. Bertwistle out to the left-hand side to O'Gara. O'Gara takes a touch and then plays the ball down the left-hand side. Chambers, goalkeeper's out. Chambers gets the goal back. 2-1 on the score. And that goal's been coming in the second half, Paul. It's been a bright start from FC United. And we needed to score early. And we have. 
Yeah, Chambers has now scored in six finals for FC, so no surprise that she's on the mark. The keeper came way out of goal and actually made it easy, I think, for Chambers to make a mind up what to do with it. FC United losing out in midfield. Darwin, you do feel if they could score a third, would knock the steam out of this game. And uh, well, McKenna, McKenna with a great finish past Carrington. And Darwin, after being under the cosh in this opening first bit of the second half, have made it 3-1 and a crucial time to score. Does that knock the wind out of the sails of FC United? At 2-1, it was very much anyone's game, but FC are grouping in the middle of the pitch and looking a bit weary now. Well, it was uh, McKenna there scoring her second goal. Reeves trying to win this ball back. Reeves does win that ball back. Reeves to Dixon, who's onside. Dixon, it breaks to the back post. And in it goes. Just battle there with a tapping. 3-2 the score, Paul. And, uh, well, almost an instant repost. A strange goal, in a way, because I, I thought Dixon was going to shoot. I think she did. The ball flew across goal, and uh, battle was anticipating it brilliantly at the back post. Johnson loses out there to Chambers. Chambers moving forward now to the edge of the penalty area. Lines is up a shot here. Chambers down to the goalkeeper's left, but good hands from Harrison. Good goalkeeping. Patient gets it to Reeves. Reeves rides one challenge. Reeves now moving down the right-hand side into space. Two red shirts chasing her down. Reeves there was a little pulling around then. Reeves still manages to cross that ball in. It breaks. Oh, oh. and Dixon. It was a... How important was that challenge from Duckworth? Again. Is the one last opportunity here in this game. Here's Chambers now. Chambers, a diagonal ball over the top. Hayes is onside. Hayes, can she get it over the goalkeeper? Great goalkeeping again. It breaks O'Gara. O'Gara from distance. No. Plays it square to Dixon. And there was Johnson once again. Smith just belts that ball out of play. And uh, We've had 80 seconds added on so far. Ordinarily, you'd, you'd probably think he's going to add three minutes on. Here's Hayes. Hayes can't win that ball. Bertwistle. Here's Battle. Battle. Turns. Plays the ball square to Dixon. Dixon still with the ball. Heading out to the right-hand side. Dixon heading to the byline. Dixon crosses this ball in. It breaks into the penalty area. There's Chambers. Chambers facing the wrong way, though. Chambers. That's a great pass to Hayes. Hayes to the back post. There's Dixon. And it's in. in. Marsh. Was Marsh has got the touch. Marsh was just lying on the floor after the last cross. What a we bizarre goal. A really bizarre goal. I, I think Dixon was actually going for goal rather than the cross in. And right on. Well, in the third minute of added time, it's all square. Emily Marsh there with a goal from lying down, essentially. It hits, <laughs> she just swung a leg at it on the floor. In it goes. This game could go either way at this point. Who knows how long's been added on. But uh, both teams, I won't put it past them getting a late winner at this stage, to be honest. Throwing taken down the line. That's the Full final time. And uh, unfortunately, we don't know if this is going to extra time or penalties at this stage. But one thing we can say is that the game at 90 minutes has finished 3 all, And it's been a dramatic game, to say the least. Darwin 2-0 up at half-time. Very worthy of their lead. FC United were bound to come out in the second half with determination. And they did that with Kirsty Chambers. But then... Darwin got a goal. 3-1 the score then. Darwin getting a goal on 73 minutes. But then FC United got a riposte from Jess Battle. But then it was it was looking like it was going to end 3-2. But then Emily Marsh on the deck inside the six-yard box was there to put the ball into the net with a very late-in-the-day equaliser. And this game is going to penalties. And at this point, Paul, oh, I've been dying to say this all year. I've never had the opportunity. Paul, it's a lottery now. Well... It's definitely a penalty shootout to finish the season. 
So Darwin to take the first penalty. Free uh, all the score at full time. And Certainly a good advantage taking the first one usually. Well done, Paul. Paul's a, a veteran of commentaries and knows that a commentator's curse is worth its weight in gold. He's some penalty shootouts, but uh, it is going to be Darwin to take this first penalty. It's, uh, it's McKenna. McKenna. McKenna, who scored a brace in 90 minutes. McKenna with this first penalty for Darwin against Abby Carrington. Oh, to the goalkeeper's right. Safely into the net for the first penalty for Darwin. And uh, Chris Chambers will be taking the penalty, the first penalty for FC United. So if you head over to liveteamstats.com, you'll be able to see the penalty shootout scores as and when they're happening. And it's uh, Chris Chambers now with FC United's first penalty in this penalty shootout. Chambers, who drills it down the middle, and she didn't hit it crisply, but it went in regardless, one all. Yeah, in theory, if you take the first penalty, you're always ahead, as long as you don't miss. Well, it's uh, Darwin's second penalty now. We'll just uh, confirm who the penalty taker is in a second. Katie Smith to take this penalty for Darwin. The number 11. Left footer. Oh, Carrington got her hands to it. But in it goes. Katie Smith and Darwin can breathe a sigh of relief after that penalty. Two nervy penalties there, Paul, for either side. Yeah, it, it's about, I think, with, from the keeper's point of view, it's about making a decision, isn't it, and sticking with it. Well, it's going to be Ash Hayes to take the second penalty for FC United, facing Harrison in the Darwin goal. Hayes. Good penalty to the goalkeeper's right. And of course, the longer the penalty shootout goes on, the lesser penalty takers are brought into the spotlight. I think it's Maxine Smith. Against their old club. Smith steps up. Into the net goals. Past Carrington. 3-2 to Darwin. FC United now with their third penalty. Libby Dixon to take this one. And as we're veterans of penalty shootouts, we're not saying anything. Are we, Paul? Well, as soon as you start predicting, it all goes horribly wrong, doesn't exactly. it? Dixon to take this penalty. Dixon now with this penalty. Good penalty from Dixon. Goalkeeper guessed the wrong way. And uh, Dixon slotted it to the other side. 3-3. Free, free. So we're now down to the fourth round of penalty takers. I think your first five normally have practised. After that, it becomes a bit more of a free-for-all. It's a long walk as well, isn't it, from the halfway line? You always find that... It's the pressure, isn't it? It's whether the pressure gets to you. If you go there with a clear mind and you stick with it, you're going to score probably. Well, it's uh, Darwin now with their fourth penalty to the hole. Well, that's uh, directed well by Ratcliffe into the bottom corner. 4-3. FC United's fourth penalty now going to be taken by Kate O'Gara. O'Gara now with this penalty. Harrison in the Darwin goal. O'Gara. Ooh, and Harrison guessed right, but uh, there's too much on that penalty for her to keep it out. O'Gara makes it 4-4. And it's going to be Alicia Johnson to take this next penalty. Up there with Duckworth for player of the match, in all fairness. But you, uh, you normally like one of your best players to take the fifth, because well it's it, usually critical. Well, this is a critical penalty. Johnson steps up, puts Missed. it wide. Well, drama on the final penalty for Darwin. Johnson, who has been brilliant in that game, but there she hit it well, but wide it went. And so here's a chance for FC match, to win. Match point, if you will, for FC United. And it's Reeves. She needs Reeves to take this. This is the moment. This fifth penalty for FC United. Reeves taking her time to put this ball on the spot. Reeves now with this fifth penalty for FC United. Puts it into the net. And Shanice Reeves scores the all-important fifth penalty. And FC United make it a league and plate double. 
Commiserations to Darwin, but uh, congratulations to FC United on this double. But Paul, Blimey, this has been a it's been a roller coaster this afternoon. Would be an understatement. <laughs> True to form, FC have won it the hard way. From two nil down, three one down, they've clawed their way back into this miraculously. Um, to score twice in the last 13 minutes from a position that was very very unfavourable, and then to prevail in a penalty shootout where. Abby Carrington has faced five and not saved any, but it makes no difference whatsoever because one went wide. Let's go back to the 90 minutes, Paul, while, we've, uh, while we wait for James to join us for his post-match reaction. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how we perform today, does it really? It'll say forevermore FC United won the Argyle Plate and got promoted this season. Um, so um, that's the, the whole important thing. They're just trying to provide a bit more drama for the fans. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we could have sat here in the sun, enjoyed ourselves this afternoon and commentated on... Could have been a routine <laughs> cup win, a but routine, no, yeah. no. But no, it's, it's been made difficult. And, and the thing is, we have to give full credit, I think, regardless of how FC United have performed today, we have to give full credit to Darwin, who have turned up, and they deserve their 2-0 lead at half-time, Paul. They were much the better side in the first half. FC was so poor by their standards. I think you've, you've got to say that at 2-0, Darwin will look back on that and say, did we let it slip a bit? Did we really push home the advantage we had? I think the half-time team talk and the changes were pivotal in this cup final. I think the changes that James made were spot on. He got a reaction from other players on the pitch. We looked much more dangerous after the restart. And it shows the character of the team, I think, that we got an equaliser. I think it was 93rd minute. That tells you that they just didn't give up. And the fact that you had an injured centre-back in the box. It. <laughs> who, who, who we almost just hit and went in. It was just, she just happened to be there. We deserve that win overall, I think, for, for not giving in. And I, you've got to give credit to the penalty takers, all five, who hit the target. Yeah. And that's, that's practice, I think. It's dealing with the pressure. The, the kicks weren't technically brilliant, but the pressure they dealt with, and they, they all hit the target. Yep, and it was and for Darwin. I mean, it's, it's pretty bad for Darwin. It's heartbreaking for, for yeah. them. I mean, the player who missed the penalty, Elisa Johnston, alongside Joanna Duckworth, I think were players the best, players. The best players on the pitch yeah. for both sides. Just an incredible performance from those two. Duckworth made so many blocks, really brave blocks as well at times. Um, but in the end, FC United just had enough to get back all square in regulation time, and then the penalties, it, it's just one missed penalty, essentially, 5-4. I think they just had a bit more overall quality, uh, and that's what made the difference. We, I don't think they had the subs like we did. No. Uh, to bring on and make an impact. Uh, in the end, Paul, uh, from an FC United perspective, uh, if I was to talk about the standout performances, I mean, Reeves has had a storm in second, second half. half. She ran that w- second yeah. half. Uh, we, we were so excited when Reeves signed for FC from, from Stockport County because we've, we've seen how well she plays in the league above. And we saw that second half there when she came off the bench. She, I think FC United got this draw because of Janice Reeves. I'm going to say that. I think she dragged them into a shootout there virtually. Their attitude and yeah. their desire. And it's fitting that she was the one who scored the winning penalty well, as well. that's the way. Funny enough, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It often ends up like that. You know, you look at different things in a season and um, Reeves has been a great acquisition. Other, other standouts today o- for FC. O'Gara was good. Chelsea Patient defended yeah. heroically at times. 
And, and once again, we, we, we can say this, Abby going in net can't be blamed for any of the goals. Um, the third goal is is a brilliant strike from McKenna. McKenna's had a good game, we have to add as well. Um, but there was a moment in the second half where we were saying, there's, not, there's half an hour left here, it's too long to be hanging on. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, they got the third goal. And uh, it was all going to plan, but FC Nice just, just dug it out, didn't they, at the end. Uh, there's Reeves picking up her... Uh, well, it's actually, it's not medals, is it? They're, they're getting mini cups, is what they're, they're receiving. What a season it's been for FC United. I mean, bouncing back from, from relegation, a promotion, and then coming back here in this Argyle Plate final to win their last game of the season. And, uh, well, Kirsty Chambers is, is there now. First time FC United have ever won this trophy. Picks up the silverware, heading over to her teammates now. And a uh, big congratulations to FC United, winners of the Argyle Plates for the 2022-23 season. Commiserations to Darwin, but uh, FC United this season have made it a league and plate double and go back up to the National League. Now, Paul, we're a bit of a spring in the step. Yeah, us for much more early this season. I think promotion was the critical target. That was ticked off. This is a bonus, really, but you can't beat winning trophies, as Fergie used to say, can you? It's a good habit. So, yeah, we're going to hear from James Mulverhill now, and uh, we should say, just before I forget to mention, big thank you to Vauxhall Motors uh, and the league for their hospitality today. I mean, this setup's been the best final we've had, I think, safe well, to say, apart from Morley maybe a few years back. But it, it's, been, it's been a dramatic afternoon. We've, I think anybody who came here got their money's worth. All the proceeds, by the way, went to the uh, Alzheimer's Society, so a very worthy cause, and hopefully they've made a, a lot of money this afternoon. Uh, congratulations, James. Blimey, Charlie. So no, Never in doubt. Um, James, I don't know if you... I was. <laughs> James, I don't know if you're aware of an interview that Sir Alex Ferguson gave once after a Scottish Cup final where he roasted the players after they were running around oh, with God. the silverware. This looked like, at times, just a game too far, maybe, but we've managed to just dig it out and get something remarkably. Yeah, that was... Uh that was a bit of a crazy game, wasn't it? Um, I think we started really flat, really, really flat. We, we, they were fit more physical than us. I think we were complacent. I, I said it in the change rooms before, and I said, this is, this is the most complacent I've seen us since I've been in charge. In the change rooms, like, the energy was just flat. Like Everyone just looked like they were going on the summer holidays already. And it was like, well, I walked out to the staff. I said, mate, it's going to be first 10, 15 minutes. going to be tough. And it was like fair play to Darwin. They came out and made a good account of themselves. And we changed up in the second half. Listen, I was getting a bit of stick from the defence when I went and put uh, Emily Marsh up front and, and she goes and bundles it in the net. <laughs> and I was, I was sitting around staring at her and going, I told you, I told you. Well, we thought you put Marsh up front because she was basically hobbling around at that point and wasn't really... It was a bit of both. Yeah. It, was a bit of, it, was, it was something we were going to do anyway if we needed to. We'd already talked about it, but it, it was one of them. I was like, I'd rather uh, be up, up front and just occupying one of their defenders. And she's a big, tall, athletic uh, uh, player, so... Than, than just being sat there and they didn't really have a midfield at that point Darwin so it was like we'll just leave Neve to do a, a bit of a bit of a kind of centre-back centre-defensive midfielder role um, and I think listen Shanice Reeves made a massive difference in the second oh, half huge. yeah we said that a huge difference and put on a, a I think a player with a match performance in the second half and then bang the fifth penalty in she absolutely deserves every bit of that and, and fair play to her so it's absolutely brilliant from her yeah she was she was superb I'll we'll get to the, the actual performances in a minute or two but when it came to, to Darwin you know, yeah. you're 2-0 down at half-time. I think they deserve their 2-0 yeah, in all yeah, 100%, fairness. 100%. But there's Kirsty Chambers coming straight out of the blocks in yeah. the second half. 
scoring exactly the goal you need right at that moment in time. Yeah, it's a proper, um, I said to the girls, but before we took our pens, I said, listen, I said, take pressure off. At 3-1 down, we probably shouldn't be in, even in, in a penalty shootout. Uh, I thought they'd been the better team, Darwin, but we, we grafted and we, we did dig in in the second half. And we, at one point, we were playing with five strikers. It, yeah. it was just like, let's go for it, kitchen sink stuff. And I said to us, I said, this is the most FC United way of doing something ever. So it, it's written in the stars that we would turn up against the team that we beat 30-0 last time we played us. We'd be down, we'd be... We'd be we, we we'd never lead in the game. Like we, we were, we're our backs against the wall, and then it go to a penalty shootout and, and be real high drama and us winning the end. So um, I think the girls, the, the energy they put into it, they deserve something out of the game. Um, but in terms of the actual performance, I think Darwin really decent. Like I think they, they've got a new gaffer in charge, and I've said this and I mentioned this over and over again. When you play a team who've just got a new manager in, it's a nightmare. You say this a lot because every time we play a team, they often have the manager Mate, change before. We've had three this year: Sol <laughs> Salford, Salford turned us over 5-4 we had it against uh, Mersey Rail the Beatles in the FA Cup uh, it scares me I was like oh they've just lost the manager I'm like no <laughs> I'm, I'm, literally, I'm literally crying inside because I know it's going to see a reaction from the players but they've got quality then and I think they get themselves organised now they'll, they'll, they'll be a decent force next year I mean when it was an hour up 60 minutes played we were saying it's a bit early for them to be time wasted at this point yeah. I mean FC United still look a bit fragile at the back yeah, yeah. they can get a goal fair play they did at that point yeah. But we're 3-1 down with 12 minutes left. It's, it's done then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's finished. I, I think, do you know what? And Before I get onto that, fair play to, to, to Abby Carrington today. Yes. Um, she's, she's our left back. She's come on and she's put a shift in, like, in that. And I don't even really think any of the goals were her fault. No, like, they weren't. No. Um, no. And she nearly saved a couple in the penalty. But at 3-1 down, I was, I, was, I was really thinking to myself, I was trying to get myself out of an emotional state to try and problem solve. Like, how do we, how do we get something back from this? And I think us getting ourselves in a spot where we we, we changed the shape we went to a basically a, a two two <laughs> seven at one point like it was it was a lot yeah there was a lot going on but um we, we got there in the end and we grafted like we really pushed in um and th like i say the, the girls deserve it for the energy they put in and we knew we knew darling would tire towards the end of the game we weren't amazing in the first half so i knew that we had a lot to give still and and you saw that i think i think for probably the last in the last 15 minutes we were really really on top like knocking at the door and I think you could really you could really sense Darwin really like feeling the, the pace and the heat and the game was getting away from them uh, I shouted at one point that the momentum had shifted and it really felt that way from us on the sideline that said I mean the, the equalising goal is actually on her back yeah. and I think Dixon's going for goal at that point yeah. as well and it just hits Marsh and to be fair Marsh did swing at it from the yeah. deck but it's, it's, that's, <laughs> I think that's typical of where we were at like we, we we're in a situation where these girls are grafted and Emily Marsh is one of the, the, the biggest players in the dressing room. Um, someone who's, who's probably one of my favourite players in the team. And for her to, to... Legs have gone, she can't run, she can't walk. She's put in a shift this season. And to be... I wouldn't even say the right place at the right time because she, she's just thrown herself in there, <laughs> she? and she's on the deck. And, and, and she deserves that. So fair play to her. But it's a, it's a sucker punch for Darwin. That. I just said to her, Gaffin, it's a bad... It's a bad way to lose that, but fair play to them. They've um, they've made a good account of themselves, and they can take confidence from that. I believe. And uh, you mentioned Reeves earlier. Um, I mean, from an FC perspective, she was the player of the match. From an FC yeah. perspective, I mean, you could see the class yeah, in yeah. that second half, the impact she had, the energy um, she drove the yeah, team forward, big time. Well, it's a double. It's a double, yeah. 
The, tro- the trophy's all right as well. I was expecting a plate. It's probably better. It's better than the league trophy. It's, it's very FA trophy esque, that isn't it? it Actually, is, it's yeah. more a trophy than a, yeah. than a plate. That's for sure. It'll look good. Um, It'll look good. It will yeah. look good in the window. Obviously, they got the awards due on on Friday night. You're going there with two trophies. Yeah, that's it. In your it. arms. I'm going to be going in there smug as punch. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> Giving it the Conor McGregor walk in the room. <laughs> I mean, we will catch up in the coming weeks just for a little catch up about how the season's gone and that kind of thing. But you must be delighted with how this has gone. I know we caught up after the league win, but yeah. this is no. I think I said to the girls at halftime. I said like, if we're doing some some smaller awards ourselves in a minute, don't we do some inter team stuff? And I said, if you think for one second that I'm going to do any awards in there when we get beat today, I said, no way, no way you'll be doing it, and it'd be the saddest thing we've done all season. Car park. Uh, yeah, I think I've got, I think I've got an award for worst loser. Um, <laughs> I think, I think I've got, I think I've got the votes, which sounds about right. But you know, what I said, I said to the girls, I said, like, at half time, our season will be remembered today. Like, if we have a bad finish to the season, there'll be a kind of a, an asterisk for me next to it. Um, I'm, I'm super competitive. I, I still, I, I wanted to win the treble, so it, it's, it's frustrating for me like the way we went out of the county cup but you take learning from that i think we we, we learned a lot playing cheadle early on in the season we learned w- what the competition where where we were gonna have to get to if we were gonna win the league and we used that to kick on and, and if you asked me at the start of the season would you take a, a, a league and a plate double 100 percent, like 100 percent. i would have just took the league and, and like gone out in the first round of everything so um super made up this is my first season managing kind of on my own not that we've not got a great staff but um, not being under someone else and, and for us to get a double and it'd be the first time in, in kind of FC's history that we've won this league and won this play um, it's a super proud moment personally for me definitely oh, big congratulations and just before you go James did we practice penalties this week? we did Thursday night in the stadium as well there you go in the stadium see it pays off Mate, the girls the girls were saying yeah they were saying they were um, I don't know why we're practicing penalties, but we'll see. We will <laughs> absolutely see. Did you go past the first five penalty takers? Just oh, yeah, we had We took a few. We took a few. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, honestly, proud proud of the girls today. It's been a great achievement. And cheers for you guys helping out all season. Hey, no problem. Paul, you got a question? No, no. I was just going to say, well done. You eight, eight finals in a row now we've won. Are you, when you, you saw that, that was big going. pressure. That was big, when you saw me before, I was like... I, I, I had a word with Paul before the match. I thought, that's how I was. Lo- I was looking at <laughs> you. Do you know when we went 2-0 down? I was yeah. like, I was like, where's he gone? Where is he? Where's he gone? It's just jinxed us. And Kirsty's <laughs> now scored in six of them. Wow, fair play to her. Yeah, consistency. And that's that's on, the, on the big stage. Yeah. yeah. And 12 trophies in... 12, I think it's 12, it's 12 trophies now. That's brilliant. And fair play to Kirsty. She's, she's been a, a massive, massive contributor to the success at FC United. And um, I didn't even tell her she was taking the first pen. Uh, like, she didn't even put her name for it. I went, yeah, you're going first today, Kirst. That's it. Um, and didn't really even give her a time to think about if she wants to take one and went, what order she wants to take one. She's been the big captain for us in big moments this season. Um, the Salford goal, we talk about yeah. a lot where you step up in big moments and you lead the team. And... Um, she put a lot of confidence in the girls today banging that first penalty and, and buzzing absolutely buzzing well James enjoy your sore loser award I think it's going to be me I've got a feeling it probably will be yeah, it probably you will. know that's a healthy thing it's, it's not a bad it? thing is it's it? a healthy thing yeah, uh, but uh, James enjoy the, your little mini awards enjoy the awards night on, on Friday um, big congratulations again what a season this has been cheers and thanks, uh, we'll catch up again soon cheers well thanks boys Paul we go yeah we've, we've, we've had a, a bumper uh, Sunday commentary uh, more than we expected it's gone the right way ultimately James is delighted the fans are delighted the players have got their winners medals we can't we can ask for much more really now close the season big thank you to Ellesmere Port uh, not to Ellesmere well the whole place no <laughs> a big 
<laughs> a big thank you. Yeah, a, a big thank you to Vauxhall Motors uh, Sports Club uh, for their hospitality. It's been fantastic. This uh, a great setup for us to commentate from. Really helpful uh, before the game. Couldn't do more for us, could they? Really helpful. So big thank you to them. Um, big thank you to the league as well. Um, best wishes to the Northwest Women's League. Uh, for, for the future we hopefully will be back with a development squad and yeah. uh, not our first team <laughs> no <laughs> but uh, yeah a big commiserations to Darwin big congratulations to SC United uh, what, what an afternoon this has been uh, but to you dear listener a big thank you for joining us as well for these commentaries on a Sunday afternoon this season hope you've enjoyed them um, we'll be doing more games next year because we go to some places with press benches and electric sockets there'll be a few more away games as well i'm sure so that'll be next season we look forward to it are you looking forward to next season Paul, in the league above yeah yeah it should be good and uh, like i said we will catch up with james as well in the coming weeks as we discuss the future we've had talks about development squads academies junior pathways from from community clubs um, across the region that kind of thing. We'll have that discussion with James uh, in the coming weeks or so. And I'll be back with Paul as well with an end-of-season review at some point as well yep. for the women's team. But to you, dear listener, big thank you for joining us for these commentaries. But we're going to go now. You'll be hearing from us again very soon. You take care. Bye-bye. Ben and Paul there from Sunday's Argyle Plate final. And a big congratulations to the women's team on making it a league and plate double this season. We'll be back next week with interviews from this weekend's end of season awards as we'll be catching up with some of the winners from the night. But that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.